Hey everyone, Jace here. Before we get to the episode, I wanted to tell you about a campaign for an awesome creator-owned book that's going on right now over at Zoop. Axewilder John is the story of a savage journey into the heart of a man driven mad by love, by hate, by power. As he is hounded by hordes of relentless enemies who will stop at nothing to reclaim what John has stolen. This is a real passion project for writer-artist Nick Patera, as he's drawing inspiration from creators he loves, such as Frank Quietly, Jeff Darrow, and Mobius, among others. The book is also a deeply personal tale for Nick. He conceived a lot of the character and stories while his family was dealing with health challenges for his youngest daughter. Just like real life, the story is much more complicated than it might seem at first glance, and the axe-wielding barbarian at the heart of the story may be much, much more relatable than your average bloodthirsty warrior. The project's already fully funded, so go join the campaign, and you're guaranteed to get this full-color, oversized, hardcover edition. Just visit zoop.gg to check it out. Welcome to another episode of The Comic Source. I'm your host, Jace. This is your Phoenix Fan Fusion Preview Show. It starts tomorrow, May 27th, 2022. Maybe today as you're listening to this, it runs throughout Memorial Day weekend. It's downtown at the Phoenix Convention Center. Now, this is the first time the show's returned uh, since the pandemic started. So no show in 2020, no show in 2021. 2019 was a, a little bit of an, an interesting show. Uh, because the show had been growing and growing and growing until like 2017. You guys probably remember there was a bit of a, an incident with a crazy fan uh, who was there threatening one of the guests. And um, it, it was real challenging for the show. They've had to put in metal detectors. The convention center's owned by the city. So they ha- sort of have these growing pains that a lot of other shows haven't had. I mean, there's many other big shows that I go to where there's no metal detectors. There's not this extra cost for all the security um, and that that really stopped about 10, if not 15 years of, of growth where the show had gotten bigger and bigger every year in terms of attendance uh, because they had to, to raise the prices on the, the attendance, the badges, uh, because of all this extra cost for security. So it's a bit of a, an interesting show. Before that, it, as I said, it had been growing by leaps and bounds. And then all of a sudden, it took a little bit of a step backward in 2019. So I remember thinking... In 2020, I wonder what it's going to be like, right? Is it going to settle back in? Is it going to start growing again? What's what's the show going to be like? Because at the end of the day, it's sort of this very cyclical or symbiotic relationship between the, who shows up at the show and the guest, right? If you get really good guests and really good exhibitors and really good uh, artists, uh, then you get more people that want to come to see those things. And then if you get more people that come that are spending more money, then those retailers and those people that come tell their at other shows when they're doing the con circuit, they tell all the other retailers and guests and artists and whatnot, hey, Phoenix is a great show. I made X amount of dollars. And so then those people want to come to Phoenix. And then you get a bigger guest list and you get more big name artists and you get more retailers with whatever diversity of things they're selling. And then more people want to come to see those new people. And so it just starts this cyclical thing. But the same thing can be said if it goes the other way, which I think is a little bit why the show had been 
I don't want to say struggling, but it, it just it had stopped growing. Uh, and if anything, the, the attendance was a little bit less. So this year, 2022, coming out of the pandemic, you know, people are starved for things to do, starved for uh, a return to normalcy, if you will. And so I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go and check it out. But uh, a bit of a challenge because Phoenix Fan Fusion, they're not exactly the first show to come back, right? There's been a lot of other shows. There's been some big shows. Megacon in Orlando last week was huge from everybody that I talked to that went. Um, so I, I don't know. I haven't heard of any other shows going on this weekend, but this isn't the biggest guest list uh, in terms of uh, celebrities or uh, or comic creators that I've seen from Phoenix Fan Fusion. Um, and uh, I, you know, I kind of wish there were some more people that I knew or whatnot that are showing up there. But conversely, what it does do is it allows for the lower uh, profile people to really have a chance to be seen, right? Because uh, they're not competing against the, the really big draws that might bring in, you know, tons of people. So uh, I'm looking forward to discovering some new talent and some new uh, comic artists. I'm looking forward. I think this could be a really good shopping show. Uh, we'll see what the retailer outlook looks like. Uh, but as far as guests, you know, there are still some big names, uh, probably headlined by Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, the bearded man himself, is going to be there on Saturday. Uh, I, I'm very curious to see how giant of a line he's got. I mean, if anything, Phoenix sort of feels like Chuck Norris country, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger. I suppose Texas is even more Chuck Norris country, but I feel like Chuck probably has a huge following here. Uh, and I don't, I don't know that he does a lot of shows. I've never seen his name. I've never been in a show that he's done before. So I, I'm really excited to see uh, Chuck Norris there. Um, also a big Star Trek um, presence at the show. Anthony Rapp from Star Trek Discovery uh, is going to be there. Uh, Tim Russ, who you may recognize that name from Star Trek Voyager, he's going to be there. The captain of the Voyager herself, Kate Mulgrew, is going to be there. Um, you know, veteran actress, uh, John Barrowman, uh, not necessarily a Star Trek name, but certainly a name that uh, a lot of nerd fandom, geek fandom knows uh, from uh, his role as Captain Jack Harkness. Obviously, um, he was in uh, the, the Arrow show. So he, he's a big name. There's a couple of Disney princesses that are going to be there. Jody Benson, who people will know as the voice of Little Mermaid. Judy Kuhn, who's the voice of Pocahontas, is going to be there. There's a ton of voice actors. Um, so again, I, I think there are definitely uh, Doug Jones is going to be there, uh, who's done you know a ton of stuff. Also Star Trek, I forgot to mention him in, in the Star Trek. He was the uh, amphibian man in Shape of Water, Hellboy, Silver Surfer. Like he's done a, a ton of stuff. Um, but going back to what I was saying, uh, yeah, there's a ton of voice actors who you may not recognize their their names necessarily, but you'll definitely recognize the um, the characters they play. Everybody from Bender and uh, Philip J. Fry from Futurama. We've got uh, Sailor Moon voice actresses. Uh, Felicia Day is going to be there, not necessarily a voice actress, but does a bunch of web series stuff. So yeah, there's uh, there's uh, going to be a lot of uh, of actors there, voice actors especially that'll get a chance to meet their fans and Chuck Norris, right? That's so uh, amazing. So I'm, I'm, like I said, really looking forward to, to seeing what a giant line <laughs> Chuck Norris has. As far as comic creators, there are some names that you're going to recognize. Bart Sears, 
who many people remember from his Brutes and Babes in Wizard Magazine, Bob McLeod, veteran uh, inker and artist, New Mutants G.I. Joe, Brian Polito from uh, Lady Death fame, who's somewhat uh, local to the area. He's going to be there. Uh, we also have Howard Mackey. Most comic fans will recognize that name as co-creator of the 90s Ghost Rider, uh, Danny Ketch. He's going to be there as well. Jim Starlin, who at this point has become a household name, which just pleases me to no end. You know, the creator of Thanos, the Infinity Gauntlet, epic run on uh, Marvel cosmic stuff with Captain Marvel and Adam Warlock back in the day. Uh, another big name that's going to be there, John Romita Jr., back on Amazing Spider-Man with the recent launch of the new volume, uh, who's also a great guy and a legend in the comic industry. He's going to be there as well. Merritt Michaels, local to the area. So uh, there are some names that you're going to, to recognize here that are going to be there. So uh, as I said, really looking forward to the show. Uh, I guess I should mention Scott Williams. Many people are like, Scott Williams, wait, what does that sound familiar? Longtime inker for Jim Lee, who has now branched out to doing his own pencil work, doing a lot of cover work for uh, various companies. And the Todd father himself, I should probably mention as well, uh, Spawn Daily and whatnot. Uh, he's going to be there Friday only, just doing a panel. He doesn't have a table. He's not going to be doing any signing, unfortunately, but he's going to be there as well. So uh, again, I, I'm really curious to see what this show is going to bring. It runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, Memorial Day weekend. The hours of the exhibit hall, Friday, 10 to 7, Saturday, 10 to 7, Sunday, 10 to 5. If you've ever been to uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion, uh, it's going to be pretty much the same setup. You, you pick up your badge, you go through the metal detectors, uh, and then you're kind of in the, the compound, as it were. You know, they close off some of the downtown streets. There's uh, food trucks and a really cool spot to hang out outside, although it's supposed to be uh, relatively warm this weekend in, in Phoenix, probably right around 100. Uh, but they have fans and cooling misters and all that kind of thing. But you're going to hang out inside as well. There's uh, food vendors and, and places to buy refreshing drinks, both alcoholic and non inside. There's big lobbies where all the cosplayers hang out. Uh, you can go downstairs to the exhibit hall, do some shopping. As I said, uh, panel rooms tend to be upstairs. So it's going to be a fun time. I think a lot of people, especially in the area are looking forward to the return of Phoenix comic-con. It always has a really good community feel, even when it was growing by leaps and bounds back in the day with just, you know, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of attendees, it always felt uh, sort of intimate and it always had a great vibe for a, a show of its size in terms of it, it feels much smaller than it is in terms of getting like intimate interactions with your favorite characters and everybody's there to have a good time. And it's just, I, I don't know, it's just a, a great, great show. I mean, Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix Comic-Con, as it used to be called back in the day, uh, was part of the reason I moved to Phoenix. Like it was such a great show and I really hope it can return to those heights. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how that all plays out. But anyway, I do encourage you go check out the show. You can still get tickets. They are uh, available or badges. I guess you should say head over to phoenixfanfusion.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can go and check it out. And uh, as I said, you, it's show is not sold out. You can still get uh, some badges for this holiday weekend. Even if you go just for one day, to check it out. This used to be a show you had to go for multiple days just to be able to see and do everything in terms of, uh, you know, programming, seeing these celebrities, cause you could spend a whole day just like walking around looking at cosplay stuff and maybe doing some shopping. Then another day getting autographs and whatnot. I, I don't know if it's a show that needs multiple days now because again, it, it hasn't been here in a couple of years. 
we'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. But uh, definitely let you know. I'll be updating you throughout the weekend. Be sure you're following us on social media. Uh, I'll be live tweeting from the show and from some of the panels. So it should be a really good time. So uh, appreciate everybody joining and listening as always. And we will talk to you next time. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.